This is Rabbi Kovacs, and Mishnah Yomi is continuing in Chapter 6 of Shkalim, starting Chapter 6. Shlosha Asar Shofarot. There were 13 shofars. Now, these shofarot are actually pushkas. They are tzedakah boxes. They are funding boxes. Now, they are in the shape of a shofar, narrow on top and wider at the bottom. Why? So the Ramayim, the tricksters, can't pretend to put a coin in and then just grab a coin out of the box. Therefore, they were in the shape of this shofar as a theft prevention. They could have also been made of old shofar oats also. And the Mishnah says there are also 13 tables. And and 13 places to bow down. These were in the temple. So there are 13 of each of these things. Uh, this chapter is going to get into and explain all of these things. But first they add, Shobet Rabban Gamliel, Vishobet Rabbi Hanania Skanakuhanim, Hayu Mishtachvim Arba Esrei. These families would add on one more bowing. Now, what we're going to see later is people entering the temple, they wouldn't go out the exact same way they came in. That's a bit disrespectful to be in a rush. They would go around the circuit, around the temple courtyard, and in certain places they would bow. Maybe they're saying tefillah, maybe they're, uh, you know, asking their korbanah to be accepted. So these families had a mesura, you should actually bow 14 times. Where do they do the extra? Near the storage room for the firewood for the mizbeach. Why? They had a tradition, from their ancestors, that that's where the aron had been hidden. Now, this was famously right before the, the Chorban of the first of the Bayat Rishon, the first temple. Uh, Melech Yoshiahu was told by Cholda, Cholda the Nevia, who's famous uh, for Pesachim also, the first pair of Pesachim, Cholda Nevia, was one of the inside jokes that our sages said. Uh, so she told him that there would be a destruction, he should hide the Aron. So they hid it in a secret tunnel underneath the temple. And that was the, that was the main Aron. There's actually a backup Aron that went out to war, as we just learned in Sota, in the Dafyomi's learning Sota, and Perak Meshuch and Bechama. When they went out to war, they would take the secondary Aron with them. And this might be, I don't know for sure, but this might be why on the Arch of Titus, the Arch of Titus in Rome, the um, Romans made a picture of them carrying things off from the temple, uh, the, famously the menorah, and, and maybe they were bragging they carried the Aron also. So that might have been the secondary Aron. We see from here that propaganda and psychological warfare is nothing new. The Romans were doing it. And I've heard, and again, I can't verify, but I've heard that the Aron that was taken to Rome, the backup Aron, ended up in Ethiopia in some sort of obscure Christian church in Ethiopia. They say they have the Aron. Maybe. If they do, it's the secondary one because the primary Aron is actually still under the temple. And Mishnah Beit Mishnah Bey continues this theme. Masay, there was an actual event, but Kohen Echa, there was a certain Kohen, Shahaya Mitazak, he was doing his job. He saw there was one spot of the floor, remember they had a tile floor in the temple, that was different. It was changed from its fellow tiles. And he was working in the Dira Eitzim. Bav Amr so he came out and he told his friends, he was trying to tell him where it was. You know, he realized that this was an access to the secret underground tunnel. Lo, he speak ligmor He didn't finish the line. You know, he said, "Hey, look, I found something." But Hashem took his soul away before he could reveal reveal And they knew for sure that the Aron was actually under that area, but they did not go looking for it because they did not want to die. And this actually reminds me of a story I heard years ago when I was in Hebron. Someone in Hebron told me again. I can't verify this. That years ago, the Arabs in, in the, uh, the Ma'at HaMachpelah 
in the the tomb of our forefathers, they found some sort of access way to an underground tunnel. And of course, we know that underneath that building are the actual tombs of Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, Adam Rishon. And apparently it was very tiny. They sent a little boy down into the tunnel to go see what was in there. And when he came up, he never spoke again for the rest of his life. So I, I have no way of verifying this. I have no idea what he saw, but that's, that's the story that was going around in Hebron years ago. Yashar Kochachem and Shavuotov.